We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zdroik, joined by Ryan Balanji. Ryan, we were just discussing before the show how exhausted we were entering the slate, and then Jordan Cooper bailed on us. So we have to talk about, I don't know, 20% more than we usually talk. So it's going to be a fun slate because DraftKings has not even posted the contest yet. There is a showdown of the week featuring Nottingham Forest and Tottenham on Friday. So it's assumed they're waiting for that contest to kick off. And then they're going to post that at like 3 p.m. Eastern. So uh, just DraftKings being being cool as usual. But happy Friday, Ryan. Uh, it's the holidays, so it's it's not the busiest. We are not busy at all over the next few weeks. So uh, so shouts to that. But uh, you're also moving into a house. So uh, so how's that going for you? Yeah, it's exciting. Everything's going everything's going well. A little slower than I expected, but. Hopefully do the podcast there next week. Yeah, you mentioned Jordan not here. We'll probably have to talk 75% more than than usual. This <laughs> is unfortunate because the slate's not up yet. Can't really try to make lineups. I just pulled up the prices a little bit ago. So I guess kind of a first look podcast. Uh, yeah. It's kind of... It's kind of interesting, you know, at least at least we have Holland out, right? Like it seems At least we know that. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure that Holland's going to be out. So that's good to know at least because we have City as the biggest favorite with the highest total home against Crystal Palace, 2.4 total. Chelsea are sort of right there behind them with the home matchup against Sheffield. One of the best matchups you can have, 2.34 total. So, you know, basically the same total as City. And then Bournemouth, which is what has to be their highest total of the season, over two against Luton. Um, and they've been in great form. Uh, I was a little worried that it might be a letdown spot for them last week. Uh, at Old Trafford, especially after they were coming off and a big away win. I forget who it was against before that, but anyways, it was anything but. Uh, they Crystal kind of Palace. Crystal old, Palace, your, yeah. Your old team. Yeah, an away win against Palace where people were sort of on Palace at home in that spot. Well, not sort of. People were on Palace at home in that spot. And so, yeah, Bournemouth's on a nice run, and now they get this Nice home matchup against Luton. I saw Solanke priced all the way up to ninety seven hundred, more than the more than all the Chelsea guys, more than Julian Alvarez. So I would think that will keep his ownership down for tournaments. That's you know a little bit interesting. He has brace potential, obviously. And then the fourth game is this Newcastle home against Fulham, um, and you have Newcastle. The price tags are appealing on Newcastle. They're going to be without Kieran Trippier for, you know, what feels like the first time in forever. They are coming off 
major disappointment in the Champions League. Uh, they didn't even qualify for Europa, right? No, because they lost to Milan. They you know, yeah. yeah, they got last in the group. At one point, you know, they, they went up one to nothing. It, uh, PSG were struggling. It looked like they could finish second. It looked like they were about to qualify uh, for the knockout rounds. And yeah, then they blew it, ended up losing to Milan. So now you get this home spot against Fulham, and they've got to be a little bit deflated. Fulham have been playing well recently and scoring some goals for a change. Uh, Raul Jimenez sort of on fire by his standards. Uh, Pereira's been doing well. Uh, you know, I I don't really want to have any interest in Fulham away to Newcastle, but maybe uh, some of the, you know, Newcastle without Trippier, it's going to be a talking point because it frees up set pieces. I don't think anybody's really sure what's going to happen with the set pieces, partly because Anthony Gordon's questionable. He might have a role if he starts. Sean Longstaff might have a role. He's only 4,100. He might be a cash game play regardless. Just if there's any potential, you know, he's going to take any. Might just have to click him at 4,100. Almarone is kind of cheap. He would be, you know, their only left-footed player besides Dan Byrne, and Dan Byrne is not going to be taking any <laughs> set pieces. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of the slate. What do, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, these prices are frustrating again, just with the Manchester City. Uh, you know, if they were priced a little higher, I think there'd be more questions. I also think if Newcastle was closer to 100%, uh, this would be a really fun slate because that would be probably four teams at home that you could, you know, reasonably go to. I'm sure you can still reasonably go to some of these Newcastle pieces, but it just doesn't feel as exciting. They've kind of uh, been deflated the last in the second half of recent games, and they're still, they still don't have a ton of rotation available to them. So I'm not sure. Not sure. It's it might be a situation where they're kind of maybe they get a goal, but they're still just hanging on in the second half. Trippier was, I mean, he he suspended, but uh, like he was barely lasting these recent games. Um, uh, in, in making things worse, Crystal Palace have a ton of injuries. We saw them earlier in the season when they had similarly uh, a ton of injuries, but they may have more here. They're home against Nottingham Forest. Uh, I don't know, about a month ago, and they didn't really have anyone available to them, and they, I think, escaped with a scoreless draw. So Tyreek Mitchell is expected to be back. Not sure if he's going to start, but they're going to be starting Remy Matthews, their third-string goalkeeper, because Dean Henderson is still out. John Stone was confirmed out. Jefferson Lerma was confirmed out. Uh, DeCore was confirmed out. Edward was confirmed out. Eze is still out. So we basically have a midfield of Hughes Richards. I threw Ahamada in there. I just don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what Hodgson's going to do. Could be something weird. Maybe he just goes with like five defenders in the spot because it is Manchester city. It could be like a five, three, two kind of a thing uh, where, you know, you move Schlupp into the midfield. Ahamada doesn't start. And I don't know. You have, I don't even know if James Tompkins is still on their team, but uh, actually is, is uh, Rob holding might be available. Maybe Crystal Palace just goes full defensive with like five defenders here. I think that's in range instead of this 4-3-3. But either way, it's going to lead to a massive floor for these Manchester City players. Uh, I just did a betting show earlier. We talked about Bournemouth Luton Town. Luton Town last in the league by a decent margin in terms of possession. So Bournemouth are probably going to be in the almost 70% possession. And that usually leads to that usually leads to good floors. So you got a couple talking things. Sheffield United are also bottom in terms of possession. So at least we have, if you don't want to, you know, play six man city guys, we at least have Chelsea guys to look at Bournemouth guys to look at. And then as we get into cash games here, you mentioned Sean Longstaff is Sean Longstaff just a lock here. No matter who starts kind of thing. I know that's kind of crazy to state to say, um, Eddie Howe mentioned in his press conference, some of these guys returning from injury aren't completely, you know, fully fit. So uh, he was out for about a month with an ankle injury. So just, a, you know, an injury that you can't walk on really. So 
It's been off the bench the last couple games, though. Expected to have maybe a split of set pieces. Though, as you said, I, I pulled up Almiron's uh, profile. He did take corners for Atlanta United back five years ago or so or whatever. And he has taken some in the past for Newcastle here and there when needed. So there are options. I guess the thing with Longstaff is, okay, he's 4.1K. Do you just play him regardless? Or are you like, do you want to bank on Longstaff set pieces kind of a thing? Yeah. If he was more expensive, you might have a decision, but I think you kind of do just have to play him regardless. Um, You know, we need money for these other guys that we're going to want to play. And you're going to have to punt somewhere. There's going to be the chance that he's splitting set pieces. So you just have to, I think you just have to play it. Like you you won't, right. I mean, you won't know if he's splitting or not. You probably, or taking sets or not for mm-hmm. sure. So just the uh, fact that like, he's like so cheap and he are, he usually has, a, he's one of those midfielders that does a little bit of everything. He usually has, you know, he gets points here and there, even without, yeah. obviously without corners. So yeah, you could, he would have a floor without corners. So I think it's probably a pretty easy click. Uh, yeah. It's really, an, it's annoying that the palace has so many injuries. Um, because, you know, without Holland there, it's a spot you'd think, oh, maybe we can get away from City. But the, as you mentioned, they it's should gonna have... It's going to be 90% possession. Yeah, they they're just, they just have massive floors in this spot. So Alvarez is probably the first guy in uh, for cash games, right? I guess you, you can start Alvarez at forward, long staff at, at midfield, uh, and go from there. Uh, but no, that like Bournemouth too, you mentioned really good spot for Bournemouth that they they should have a lot of possession, uh, increases the floors on like a Tavernier. Maybe you can consider him at midfield and then, yeah, it's, you have this Chelsea spot just sitting there. I guess it kind of makes it an interesting slate. Um, you figure it's a great spot for Chelsea too. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. know for cash games. They don't have really clear-cut options for cash games. I don't know. Maybe maybe you feel differently. I mean, it, it's Chelsea. They're, it's, it's always – every Chelsea slate, every Chelsea game is – got to guess the it, right player. They never really succeed in these spots, it seems like. Um, <laughs> that That's also true. I, I just yeah. I just know uh, – just like Enzo Fernandez, he had, I don't know, a month or two of just – Pretty poor results. He was getting subbed off early. Uh, he re- he was removed from set pieces. And then it was that whole match against Brighton where I was like, oh, he's 4.8K all of a sudden. He was up in the 7K range at some point. Then he got a brace. Um, now he's, I don't know, he Opta labeled him as an attacking midfielder in the Everton game last game. He's got eight shots in his last three games now. No set pieces, so not the cash consideration. But that's just kind of like an example of, of what you get from Chelsea. Uh, Kind of all these players are, are in that range. Mudrick is also an option to start there. Uh, he started a couple here, but uh, I mean, you remove Reese James once again. Cugarell is out, so they have you know just playing Levi Colwell and Axel Desasi at, at fullback is it just feels defensive. <laughs> um, uh, so and then Petrovic is going to be his first game uh, with Chelsea here. I don't know how much that's going to mean for him. It's not like Sanchez was having a great season there, but just in terms of communication, we'll see. So yeah, Chelsea or Chelsea. I'll, I'll say here before we get going here, we're just basically, we're going off prices. We're using the cheat sheet here, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. It's a 48 hour trial. And that's what we're using off everything off of here for this show, because the slate is not up at DraftKings. Someone was asking a question about thoughts on the Nottingham Forest and Tottenham. Uh, showdown tonight. We're just not going to have, we're not talking about that here. Uh, rotowire.com slash chat. You can ask questions in our discord. Someone will answer them. Someone will give their thoughts on that showdown, but we got a full four game slate here. Full difficult four game slate here. We got to, we got to decipher here. I guess my question is, would you play both Alvarez and Foden in cash games here? Foden at 8,600. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's fine. Um, I was looking; it doesn't seem like 
Bowden's been taking any sets at all. Right. Let me recently. Yeah. No sets. Um, oh, wait, we just got, hold up. We just got a message. Chan just said the slate might be out. Let's, let's double check. No, it's not up. I don't know. He must be lying. Okay. I don't Forget see it. it. Yeah, it's not up. We're just getting, we're asking okay. jokesters in the chat, so we're fine. Yeah. So, like, Foden, I mean, yeah, sure, just because he's on Manchester City and it's a mm-hmm. great spot and he's, he's cheaper, cheaper than Bernardo, right? Yeah. Why yeah. is, I, I don't know, I don't understand that one. But yeah. So he's 8,600 and Bernardo's what, 91, I believe. Yeah. 91. So, yeah, I can see starting, uh, I can see starting Alvarez and Foden. Like, are we going to have anyone to pay for in midfield? I don't, I don't know. And I don't think we're going to have anyone to pay for at defender. I guess it would depend if you wanted Tavernier at 8,300. I mean, you might be able to afford that too, just because. Punting at defender, basically. Yeah, I think so. I just looking at it, I don't see any defenders that you're going to want to pay for. Um, You know, this, like, just breaking down the slate from cash that you can kind of cross, you can cross off Crystal Palace away to City, and you can kind of cross off Sheffield away to Chelsea. Wait, um, Hammer Time? Yeah, like what, Hammer Hammer Time forty nine hundred. I mean, I'm not clicking that. Um, <laughs> he lucked into an assist for Jack and whoever else played him last time out. I'm not. Cole sure. Palmer is also up here at eighty eight hundred. Yeah, he's, so Cole, he's midfield only, right? Yeah, so he's in consideration too. I guess you got to decide who's better between him and Tav. You got Palmer's expensive too. He's 8,800. He's going to be taking pens and splitting corners. Um, Do we think that, you know, did Enzo really play attacking midfield last week? We'd have to go to the heat maps for that one. Might have to check on that. Um, but yeah, no sites for Enzo anymore. It's just one of those situations where like both Gallagher and, and Enzo get up at times in the game and Opta, I don't know, automated that, uh, Enzo was attacking more than Gallagher kind of a thing. I think that's how it is. They both get up at different points. Um, yeah. So like back to the question of second forward. I mean, who are the other options, you know, if you don't play Foden? So we're not going to play a Chelsea guy. They just don't have any cash plays at forward since Palmer's midfield only. Um, Newcastle, Almiron, 6,400, maybe splitting sets. Uh, it's cheap enough where you could go there. Uh Again, it's a weird spot to have Newcastle without Trippier. And I don't know how Newcastle are going to come out and play, but Almiron seems decent for 6,400 if he's going to take some corners. Again, I guess we don't really know. Um, what do yeah, you have thoughts? Justin Cliver is 4,800. That's Yeah, I was going to go there... Uh, a risk of 60, 70 minutes, but he's very cheap here. And, you know, we, we just mentioned Bournemouth are at home as a pretty big favorite. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think you could go there. I don't know. I was, I looked at him, I saw 4,800. There's not too many cheap guys that you're comfortable clicking. Right. I mean, because um, who else are you playing instead of him, instead of Foden? Yeah. So I like, guess it'd be maybe it'd be like so Alvarez and Foden and then uh whoever, uh Tavernier and Longstaff in midfield. Or, no. or you could play Alvarez and Cliver with Palmer and Tavernier in midfield. Something like that maybe. Yeah, and Longstaff. Yeah, I guess you could play that you could play that probably and and play three if you want to play three midfielders. Like if you want to play Palmer and Tavernier. Um, yeah, I mean, just yeah. because I, I guess because it's a you know what I think we just had one of these defender slates where there are no good defenders that you want to spend up on. So at the end of the day, 
maybe just go with a sub 3k defender and it doesn't really matter. So just, just find the best plays in your other spots, punt all the way down at defender. And, and then it probably won't matter. I mean, even if you get two, three points from your defender, there's no trippier on the slate. Who's going to, there's no TAA on the slate. Who's going to have the 10 plus point floor with upside that it's, it's just not going to be there. It's going to be, if someone does get over 10 points, it's probably going to be random. It's not going to be, you know, a massive chalk defender. So. Probably. Yeah. Like who skipping around, I get, I was going to say who are the best plays at defense, but we'll, we'll save that. Um, so yeah, back Foden, of course it's fine. It's the cheapest city forward in there in a great spot. I guess you just got to decide if you want Foden or, or one of those expensive midfielders for cash. I don't know. It seems like people normally lean towards the city guys, but I don't, I don't know. Foden doesn't seem like a, you know, like a lock. Maybe he is. I don't know. Like without trying to build lineups, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on Graylish at 8,100? He got a little bit of a knock midweek, went off after 45. Uh, Pep didn't really mention it. Again, Doku's out. So it's not like they have a ton of, a ton of replacements with Doku and Holland out there. So maybe that whatever he picked up midweek wasn't anything. Maybe it is something, but he is still cheap. And as we say, 80% possession plus in this spot, he's cheaper than, Foden, you know, I don't know if it's the worst oh, idea, but is Doku Doku out for sure? Uh, yeah, fairly certain. Yeah, without Doku on the bench, I mean, it bumps Foden up a little too. Grealish, I don't think I can click Grealish in cash. Not for that. Not for that. Not for eighty one hundred. I don't know. Not I. He. Seems too inconsistent, I guess, recently. He got subbed at half midweek. Like you said, maybe that's nothing, but... That, that was a game that didn't mean anything, so I don't know what we want to take from that. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not going to fault anybody for clicking City in this spot against a weakened Palace side, but Grealish, I don't know. He's not really standing out for me. Elmeron is kind of Elmeron is kind of is difficult because he's just not he hasn't he's never really been a floor guy, but if you throw in the possibility of set pieces at sixty four hundred at home, it's not terrible. Uh, uh, it no. still feels it still feels difficult. Just I mean even yeah he had. I know they were chasing the game. What, he had 13 floor, 12 floor against Milan midweek, 10 against Manchester United. I mean, he plays 90 minutes most of the time. He actually doesn't – he doesn't He doesn't have that bad of a floor. I, yeah, I think Almiron's okay. I mean, like, you'd have, you have to imagine that he's splitting set pieces, being that he's the only left-footed player they have. I mean, unless they're just going to have one guy take them all. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess they did that with Trippier. I don't know. <laughs> Any chance Shar shows up on the sets? Um, The shots, at least. I know that's – maybe that's a joke, but he – I assume that he's actually going to be on the free kicks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely the free kicks that are shooting opportunities. When Newcastle line up for free kicks, it's always Trippier and Shar talking. Shar would take one one of them once in a while, but I think Trippier recently had a goal, so he's taken kind of the majority of those recently. But I'm going to assume Shar is going to be on, if not all of them. I mean, I don't know how many there's going to be, but there'll be. It's just a couple shot opportunities for a center back who who is a little cheaper. So, yeah. Um, I think I did mention, uh, start, uh, if Lewis Hall starts because Trippier is out, he did take sets for Chelsea at times last season. So Lewis Hall, uh, is a possibility as well. <laughs> yeah. If he starts, then that would really muddy things up. Um, <laughs> that would make things even have to fun. assume he takes some sets if he starts. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, you know. Maybe this just means City 
are where you want to go for cash. I don't know. It all depends how you evaluate this spot for City. Maybe the floors are just so massive against this Palace team that you want to get multiple City guys in for cash. I really couldn't argue with someone for that. You know, it's it's always t- it's tough for me to wrap my head around cash still because I don't play that much, and I, I think from a GPP point of view, and I see this spot a spot finally without Holland. Now maybe I can fade Chalk City for some of these other spots, but cash games that's not the way to go it's really not difficult we could have a slate where you know maybe this isn't as fun as we think and maybe it is manchester city get five goals because you can put together and line up pretty easily because these manchester city guys aren't priced that heavily you can use like rattery is down at 5700 he can be in the lineup if john stone starts he's down at 3300 even then this kanji and diaz at 3900 uh, so the defenders are cheaper. I don't know if you want to go Kovacic, but he's there. Vardy all is 4,500. So these guys are just cheap enough to where you can find, you can put together a lineup pretty easily with six Man City guys. And, um, you know, I'm not adding these numbers up as we speak. I don't have the spreadsheet like like Jack does the spreadsheet. But um, even if you need money, maybe you just, maybe you just throw Sean Longstaff in at utility or something if you need money. So. Yeah, you know, just the last thing I'll say is I know the Palace team looks really weak, but I have a suspicion that the city floors aren't as high without Holland in there, just in general, right? Wouldn't you think so? I I would see a lot less crosses. I mean, they, they don't have any players to cross the ball to, literally any of them. Like, I mean, just like sometimes you see Kyle Walker in certain formations getting a, getting forward a ton in crossing. They're just not going to do that in, if they don't have Holland in there. Even like a guy like Bernardo Silva, whoever, Grealish too, there's kind of no one to cross to. Um, so I, I don't know. That might affect their floor just a little. I mean, do you, do you disagree? I mean, are they just, maybe they just take, I guess, maybe they just take longer shots. No, they Are you a- saying play one one Manchester City guy in cash games? I don't know. I don't think it's the worst idea. I pulled um, up the stats here. Uh, they back up what you said. Manchester City against Luton Town had eight crosses. Um, just looking through the numbers, eleven chances created. So you know, a lot of dribbling in there, but eight crosses, which obviously is not a lot. Eight crosses on eighteen shots. Can't really look at this Red Star Belgrade game, but they only had five crosses. Uh, so, you know, it, it makes sense. It's like they're not crossing it to, I don't know. They really have no Bernardo one to cross Silva. to. Yeah. Unless, unless it's a situation where whoever, Akanji, Kovacic, the center backs are playing so far forward that they're basically forwards and then they're, they're crossing to them. But, I mean, that's a really extreme situation to, you know, project that. Okay, uh, yeah, expect crosses and floor points because Akanji is going to be in the box for, for half the match. Maybe it'll happen. Right. Uh, but. Yeah. No, no, obviously, like, if Foden or Bernardo are out there for 90 minutes, they're still going to they're gonna rack up some floor. Um, yeah, there would be fouls drawn. There would be – obviously chances created whatever yeah Yeah. right um but yeah just something to think about yeah definitely just removes the the crosses from open play possibility which as you said probably more likely with holland on so let's look at some cheaper midfielders outside of long staff that is we've we mentioned what's available in kind of the high range of midfield so this would be maybe you spend up twice at forward Maybe you really like Dominic Solanke because so I made the I made the graphic I made the the show name Cherry Season before I saw the prices and then all of a sudden Solanke is the highest is the most expensive projected starter did not plan on that happening uh, I thought it was going to be a little cheaper I thought you know maybe it'd be maybe it'd be cheaper than than the Manchester City guys but unfortunately he is not uh, there's a possibility maybe if Matthias Nunez also starts he's sixty three hundred. Agbene looks like he's back from his injury. Dowdy is always a discussion point. I guess, you know, I mentioned the, the Luton Town possession is worrying, but Dowdy still gets floor points, still crosses a bunch. 
Uh, he's 6,100. And it's not like Bournemouth are a lockdown defense with the way they play. So still kind of pricey, it seems, at, at 6,100. But something to think about. Ryan Christie, his price is going up a little bit here. 5,600. Uh, Tom Kearney, okay, not really going to go there. Fulham at Newcastle probably won't go to these guys. At least in cash games, Bruno Gumarish. It's a, it's a wonder why there's some of these. Why is Joel Paulino more expensive than Bruno Grimarish? I don't know. Lewis Cook is 5,100. Mentioned hammer time. Clivert probably more as a, as a forward option at 4,800. Those are the kind of the options we're looking at here as I'm just scrolling through the list. Uh, and that's kind of what we got to do here without the slate. Uh, did anything else pop out to you in terms of just like cheaper – Cheaper midfielders, maybe you think, you know, James McAtee scores again. <laughs> mm, no, not really. I mean, you know, I'm going to ask you about your boy, Ryan Christie. Um, I think he's won the most tackles in the league by a wide margin was the stat that was being uh, hyped yeah. up this week. So why did he pop up and take seven sets two weeks ago against Palace? <laughs> Uh, was that the game that Tavernier didn't start? Uh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think just, it was uh, because they had some. This was, you know, they had so many games. I don't think Tavernier started yeah, that one. Good call. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, forget about Christy. Um, Unless you want a ton no, of There's not one. much here. It's like, it's what makes it so easy to click Longstaff and Cash for tournaments. Um, Long staff and cash. No, long staff and tournaments, sir. You can do that too, for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess the the Chelsea guys are in consideration. I mean, just Gallagher and Enzo are the same price. And speaking of tackles, one Gallagher is just another guy who gets tons of points from tackles. Yeah, he's like a walking yellow card because of it. But yes, <laughs> there are games when he can put up big floors with peripherals, and that's a guy that's due a goal. Gallagher he has goals in them in him and he could get one in this spot so I don't mind either him or Enzo for tournaments um midfield's tough man I yeah like it's tough because like like we said at the start or like I said crossing off Palace you're crossing off Sheffield um Luton like I don't know you know Maybe a Luton guy. I guess you know you can make an argument for Alfie, but even that's a tough click. Um, then I guess you have Fulham, Pereira, seventy four hundred. Maybe a tournament that's too play. much. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's too much, right? I was looking at Fulham because wouldn't be shocked to see Newcastle lose in this spot after just after what happened midweek, and Fulham are kind of on their best run of the season. Um, so Raul Jimenez is only 5,600 back to forward. I guess I thought he would be a little more expensive. Play him. To, you know, it's it's maybe, maybe. Uh, it's been, the other, it's been a couple weeks for Raul Jimenez here. Yeah, you, there's just not a lot of cheap options that, that have goals in them. Yeah, I think, you know, I'd rather play a Cloyver for like 4,800, but just trying to find other guys. You know, the other guy on the opposite side of that game, Isak is only 7,100. I think probably a little pissed off that he didn't start that big match midweek. Uh, Eddie Howe went back to Callum. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think Isak is an interesting tournament play for sure. Um, but I think Jimenez is, is fine for tournaments too. There's just there might not be a lot of spots for cheap goals, especially if you're fading three or, of the teams on the slate already. We actually haven't talked about Anthony Gordon too much here. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, we should talk about Gordon. I guess it seems like he's going to play, right? I it guess it seems just, like he's going to play. He said, you know, he picked up a hamstring tweak on Wednesday. Told Eddie how he was fine. Uh, They're going to see after I think today's training session how he felt, something like that. So I mean, it it, it is a worry here. You, but you throw in okay, eighty two hundred home against Fulham. You also have possibility of set pieces but you also have a possibility of maybe this like a hamstring tweak he's probably not going to go 90 so what are you kind of expecting here and then when Isak I guess in terms of tournaments when Isak is you know 1100 cheaper 
And there are times when Isak and uh, Callum Wilson play together. So it wouldn't be surprising if, okay, Isak starts, Callum Wilson comes on for Anthony Gordon, Isak moves to the wing, that kind of thing. So, Right. Yeah, I think you broke it down well. I mean, the fact that he's 8,200 is what makes it tough when everyone else mm-hmm. on Newcastle is cheaper. And 8,200, now he's the same price as – you know, some, some, some city and Chelsea guy and the same price as Tavernier. Um, yeah, I guess we'll keep his ownership down for tournaments. So I think the main thing turning off, which, you know, isn't surprising just with Chelsea, it, as you said earlier, it's like every time Chelsea are in this spot or a good spot like this, we play them and they're absolutely terrible. Um, I do think some of that is from last season. Uh, there, there are, there, there have been a decent amount of goals in their games. Last home game, they beat Brighton three two, four four against Manchester City, two two against Arsenal. So they have some positive results at home. I'm, I chose to skip over their two 0 loss against Brentford, but Brentford uh, at that point didn't have as many injuries. So I don't know. I wonder if looking at some of these Chelsea guys, maybe. I think I do prefer, I do prefer playing Alvarez, Tavernier, and Cole Palmer. I think that's kind of what I'm I'm getting at. Um, you're just getting all these set pieces in great situations, and you're not trying to, you're not trying to go with okay, Manchester City. All these guys are going to have huge floors, so I'm just going to play those guys. Uh, so kind of fading away from Foden of no sets kind of a thing. So I think that's the kind of route I'm going to be looking at. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Just depends on if we want to play Clivert at second forward or if we want to play, I don't know, Longstaff in the, I don't even know if it's going to come to that uh, actually. So, because again, we haven't made, we haven't put together our lineups yet, but it'll be something like that. I think. Yeah, me too. I think you might end up playing Longstaff no matter what, but yeah, even in the flex, I like, so. It might be a situation where instead of goalie, play whoever you want. Defend, defender, play whoever you want. So let's get to defender here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, and I'll sort by price. So as you can see, uh, is this even correct? Jacob Murphy listed as a defender. Is that even? It's weird. Must wow. be an issue. Um, I don't even know if that's the case. But so Trippier would have been 8K on this slate. Instead, we have to go down. Uh, I guess there's, okay, there's a slight chance that Malo Gusto starts at right back. I, again, he's been out for a month. I don't know what his, you know, his injury situation is. I think that would be risky, but it, again, it is a pretty good matchup. So I guess he goes into consideration. We're looking at Kyle Walker. Okay. If we're, if we're not going to get the crosses into Holland, are we going to play Kyle Walker for 5,300 Anthony Robinson at Newcastle Vardy all 4,500. I actually kind of like Milos Kirkes here, just an attacking fullback. As you can see on this, on our cheat sheet, he has probably eh, maybe not one of the higher floors, but just an attacking fullback, and he's playing against Luton Town. So maybe one of the players that stood out to me at 4,400. And then we're looking at, okay, Livermento's 4,100. Colwell, we, of course, we have the Manchester City guys. And then where is my guy at? How many lineups are you playing Fabian Shar in at 3K? (laughs) 
Yeah, I think Char, I think you can click Char this week for sure. We mentioned we mentioned he might get a couple shots. Probably take probably has priority on some of the free kicks. Um and there's just not a lot at defender this week. So why are the new why are the Newcastle all, most all their players, but even center backs. Why are their center backs cheaper than the Fulham center backs? Like that just doesn't make yeah, any sense. Right, I see that. And so, and Longstaff is a little too cheap, and Almiron is a little too cheap, and Isak is a little too cheap. So something with the DraftKings algorithm didn't love Newcastle this week. Part of it, I would assume, is that City, Chelsea, and Bournemouth are all bigger favorites. Um, but on the other on the other hand. Maybe DraftKings knows this is a letdown spot for Newcastle. You're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to play this value with Trippier out, and they're just all gonna bust. Um, I'll just say, in terms of that, like they, they've already had their letdown spot. Newcastle have had that, had their letdown spot. This uh, is a bounce back spot. This is a bounce back spot. This is a bounce back spot. And okay. one question, one question I have for you. Without Trippier, Trippier's probably made five mistakes in the past two weeks. that have led to goals. You think there's yep. a chance without Trippier that their defense is actually better? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've always thought Trippier was a suspect defender, but he's proved me wrong, I guess, for the most like he's he's been a serviceable defender, but yeah, this season, especially recently, he's a made a lot Trippier, of big mistakes. A tire Trippier is not a good defensive Trippier. No, no. That no, because he's yeah, he's already kind of slow and not the quickest guy. So when he's tired, yeah, <clears throat> that's trouble. So yeah, you might be onto something. Uh, I think uh, I think Lieberman's is a pretty good player, uh, and I think at right back he has a higher floor than at left back for sure. So I think you could play Lievermento. What is he forty one hundred? He's yeah. in the conversation for cash. I like Kerkes too. I noticed I noticed him for forty four hundred. Um, I like Levi Colwell uh at, at left back um i just well, like him as a player a strategy all season is play the fullbacks against sheffield united so yeah uh at this point i was fortunate, I was fortunate enough to to get the colwell goal on the last slate that we played or that chelsea was on um you're right it's just a great spot against sheffield united he, he was the captain chelsea captained or he was the captain at chelsea last game i, I thought that was kind of interesting he's like 20 years old only and kind of yeah. just came there but yeah it seems like he has a big future i think you could play him for 3800 and you mentioned char i mean char is probably clearly the best punt right i mean axel de Sassi at right back just because the matchup's so good but you mentioned maybe malo gusto like yeah. de Sassi is clearly not a right back like you know i saw you, you laugh a little bit <laughs> But you know, against <laughs> Sheffield, yeah, uh, he he's decent at getting on the end of set pieces. I mean, he's a center back, so right. Yeah, Jamal Lachelle's is twenty seven hundred. It's just like they're begging us to just to stack Newcastle center backs here, or if you have money, play Livermento. In terms of Livermento, if we get this lineup, if Dan Burns back in the starting eleven, uh, so the way Newcastle play is, okay, Trippier is usually a little more forward. Dan Byrne is a little further back. So I, you know, Livermento's numbers, I'll click in his profile here, have looked fine, okay, for the most part, left back. You know, the floor isn't terrible, but the cross is just not there. You'd think that, you know, taken if he actually isn't on at right back, if he is in this role, the crosses may actually be there for Livermento. We may actually get a 10-point floor from Livermento if he's in this role. So that is just one thing that I, if you have the money, if you're like, just don't know where to spend it or something like that, maybe Livermento might be the guy uh, at 4,100. Yep. That is a sharp point. I was thinking the same. Uh, you can expect him further forward, more floor that you, you mentioned. That's how Newcastle play. It's better to be on that side with Almiron. He makes things easier from an attacking from an attacking sense and for him defensively. So yeah, I'm with you. It's a good spot for Lievermento. And so we don't talk about every center back on the slate. Let's let's get goalkeeper here. I'll pull up the prices. So we got okay. So 
We got Ederson here. Ederson is 55% clean sheet. That's seven more percent than Chelsea. Ederson is 5,900. Uh, Petrovic, who is starting over Sanchez, is 5,600. Neto is 5,300. Dubrovka is 5,100. Bern Leno is 4,400. Uh, Kaminsky is 4,200. Fodderingham is 3,800. Remy Matthews is 3,600. So not too surprising, just goes by the odds. Um, this cannot be an Ederson slate. Uh, we ha- we aren't building lineups out, but unless, I guess unless you look at it like, okay, this is a free 12 points because of the lineup that Crystal Palace are putting out. If you look at it like that and you think that, you know, the 12 points is enough and you're just going to be like, okay, I got long staff and utility I got two, I don't know, Newcastle center backs or something at defender. I just want the 12 points from Ederson. You think this is the you think this is finally the slate that Ederson actually pays off for when you go up to him. Yeah, you'd think this might be the time, but I don't know if it feels like it's never the time, no matter what. Where and then Michael I mean, Elise is like, yeah. not today. Not right. Um man, Ederson Chalk seems to fail all the time in these spots. So yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. make it a priority, but if you're looking at the odds and you know what we said about the Palace lineup. It seems it seems like City are going to keep a clean sheet, but uh, they always seem to fail. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I see Al in the chat. Colwell didn't start last game. Yeah, sorry, that was like there has been so many. The fixtures are so congested. That was a few games ago where Cole Will yeah. scored. I think the only reason he didn't start because it was like three games in, in quick succession. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, goalkeeper. I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily have a take. Oh, yeah, I do have. Yeah. Um, what do you got? I'm not, give me some Remy Matthews if I need it. I was just going to say that. I was like, do we want to trust the third string goalkeeper well, against Manchester what I City? Think, yeah, what I, I just what I could see happening is that they take a few more long shots without Holland in there. That would be the reason. Because normally, you know, the, the way that they play, they don't waste shots. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, even, I'm not even confident that they're going to do that this time. I just think that there's a chance. Obviously, it's going to be tougher to score without Holland in there. I mean, if you, look, if you look at their implied total, though, it wouldn't say that as it's still above 2.4. But, yeah, you could at least take some chances. I'd rather take a chance on him, I think, than foddering him. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you play. I don't know. Do you have any takes? I, I mean, it's so t- tough to come up with takes for goalie. Can Luton beat Bournemouth? If so, then play Kaminsky. Their away form is terrible. There's, there's one of these teams that just live off their fans, kind of a thing. I, I just can't. Yeah. Uh, so Omar Omri Glazer made zero saves against Manchester City in Champions League. And then we did have Kaminsky made four saves, and Luton were winning 1-0 at one point in that game. So, I mean, I, I guess you have one game of history that suggests it's possible. But uh, who did – that was against a Liverpool where Remy Matthews came on, and uh, they, he, he, I don't know. It's a third-string goalkeeper, so it's just – it just seems it seems very difficult. We don't know. Yeah, too much I was hoping him. it'd be some like young up and coming kid. I just clicked on him for the first time ever. He's twenty nine years old, and he's oh, is he? just <laughs> like just like some guy. He's been he's been a backup for Palace, a backup for Sunderland. Looks like he may have started for Bolton like four or five years ago, but most of his starts came for Bolton Wonders. That's that's a good shout there. He was on loan starting for St. Johnston last year in the Scottish League. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna I can't go there. I can't I'm gonna go withdraw there. my Remy Matthews tout, I think. Sorry. I'm looking at Jack's goalkeeper pick right now, and I'm not going to mention it on this show. You got to go read his article, but uh, I think it's kind of funny for his brand. Um. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait. I mean, did he go to Ederson? I could see him going to Ederson. He might after have. The, okay, after the recent have. debacle. Yeah. It's going to be really tough for Palace to score in this spot. Uh, but we've said what that if, before and seen yeah. allow it, so – 
of the cheap goalkeepers, what about Bern Leno here? I mean, we, we talked a little bit about, okay, okay, Fulham yeah. are playing really well. Newcastle are really tired. Uh, so maybe, maybe, I don't know, obviously he's the most expensive of the cheap goalkeepers, but I think it's like a $600 difference between Remy Matthews and Bern Leno. And again, yeah. the defender doesn't really matter that much. So if you are in that low range, maybe you just try and get up to Bern Leno if possible. It seems like the spot. Yeah, I'm in on Leno for sure. I mean, essentially, essentially to me, this the game's kind of a pick 'em. So yeah, I'm not I, like just in terms of you don't know. Yeah, it's a pick 'em. You don't know how Newcastle are going to come out without Trippier, tired legs, like you said, and Fulham are enjoying their best run of the of the season. So clearly high on confidence. So like. Yeah, to me, it's kind of like a pick 'em. So yeah, I, I, give me give me some Leno for sure. I will just say, Fodderingham has multiple saves in every game, and I think they've kind of played a little better defensively under Chris Wilder. Uh, so Fodderingham, I guess, if you don't want Burn Leno for some reason, if you really like your lineup and you can only fit Fodderingham in, then I think Fodderingham is fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of. Yeah, Fod- <laughs> yeah. Well, no, sorry. Go go ahead. I, I was just going to talk about the top four goalkeepers. I mean, we talked about Ederson. Oh. Yeah, I, I was just going to say uh, Fodderingham got his win clean sheet last weekend. So now it's kind of like, okay, we just sit back and concede again like we used to. You know, it, we, <laughs> had, we had our fun. Like, no, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to play Petrovic or Neto or Dubravka. So it's almost like if I have the money, do I have do I have to go up to Ederson? I guess that's kind of what I'm falling at here. Uh, it almost seems like that. Um, you know, once we're building lineups, maybe it'll come a little clearer. But uh, kind of seems where I'm at right now. If I'm feeling on this slate, but I guess You're right. it, does, it does seem sheet. like a, yeah, it does seem like um, the built-in twelve-point floor. I guess we could call it. Uh, yeah, if I'm being I'm honest. Like we know Elise isn't here, but Elise just was out for so long and he isn't the same. I don't think he, yeah, he hasn't provided the same effect that Eze has played. I know he has a pretty nice goal and all that, but I think Eze and the team just provided a little more uh, in terms of what Crystal Palace could do. Whereas Elise just really, he's not in form. He really hasn't gotten to, to last season's levels yet. And that part is a bit worrying. Um, as we look at, I don't know, there's all these low, lower scoring matches. Yeah, I, I guess I it was that. Think... Go ahead. So I was just, I pulled up. So the last time, so Crystal Palace, I guess in this game, it was as they and Elise were both out when they, they're home against Nottingham Forest. It was 0 0. Crystal Palace managed eight shots at home against Nottingham Forest. Uh, they started Riedewald, Will Hughes, and Jeffrey Schlupp in the midfield. And then Eduard and Mateta. Eduard, I think, is just back from injury. And then Ayu up front. So probably going to be a similar situation here, except Edward isn't isn't available. And you have Elise instead of Ayu. And Elise isn't the same kind of workhorse guy that's going to, you know, I don't know, get back on defense. I think I think Elise was actually at fault for one or two of the goals last week allowed by Crystal Palace. But um, I don't know what I'm trying to say in the end here. No, it's a... It's the correct soccer take. As a helps, as a helps the team more than Olise does in tough matchups for sure. Uh, they're just different types of players. As a gets the ball and he can carry it, carries it out of tough spots, draws fouls, links play with other people. Whereas mm-hmm. Olise, he needs like he's on the wing. He sort of needs other people to get him involved. Um, and that player yeah, getting no. him involved is Will Hughes and Chris Richards. <laughs> Right. No, so so you're right. Like, Eze helps them in tougher matchups more than Elise does. All right, so because this, this one is a little weirder, we're going off the cheat sheet, we've kind of jumped all around a little bit. We haven't really, I don't know, mentioned our favorite, some of our – we kind of mentioned, okay, Manchester City, you could do the Manchester City six players and just kind of, you know, hope they get the five goals and then maybe the other ones are lower scoring kind of thing. I think that I don't even know if that's going to be popular. It's usually popular, but because of the other teams on the slate, I, I'm still not certain what I want to do here. Um, I think that 
I think your your take on Newcastle Fulham is actually going to be the public take. So I think if you want to win some big tournaments, you can play for like a, a Newcastle big win. Um, uh, I, you know, Newcastle at home is, is different. And, you know, we were talking, they're, they're not, they're playing, everyone's tired. So obviously that, that is, that is another thing. But uh, again, we talked about the show on kits and wagers, check it out, check out the podcast also on our YouTube road to wire soccer. Uh, the line moved in the past week, Newcastle were minus 200 to win. And they're currently minus 115. You can look at it like, okay, um, you know, this is based on recent performances from both teams and Newcastle are tired kind of thing, trippiers out, whatever. But you can look at it like, should a line move that much in the matter of a week? I, I guess you can look at it like that. So I think that one is is something to at least think about in the bigger tournaments um, because based off what I'm hearing from your comments and I just think overall in terms of that line movement, I think I don't think Newcastle are going to be as popular as, as we'd usually think they're going to be home against Fulham. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I just, it's unfortunately they have some chalk players, you know, like, uh, true. like Longstaff, Levermento, maybe even Shar, maybe even Almarone. I mean, Isaac is relatively cheap. Like I agree with your take. I just feel like it's hard for them to be low owned on this slate. Do you think the general public is going to be on Fabian Shar? I have to know this. Because he's going to be in every well, one of my lineups. I, is there a general public anymore? I mean, the, the soccer lobby is getting so small that just like everyone consumes all the content and knows the general public like, is is RotoWire followers, unfortunately. Yeah, like it's getting smaller and smaller. The the general public. So I don't know. So is there a oh we there? I don't know if there's going to be a king of the pitch. We don't know what the contests look like. So, um. And there better be. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, come on, there's got to be. What What are you more likely to do? Instead of, you know, Manchester City gets enough talk, are you more likely to have just like a full Chelsea stack or a full Bournemouth stack? Mm, if I went full, it'd probably be Chelsea. But I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong take. I, I guess either team, either team could do it. It's easier to have a full Bournemouth stack. All those Chelsea forwards are expensive. So I don't know if I would have a full Chelsea stack either. Um, yeah, we haven't mentioned Jackson. Where is he? He's 9,200. So He's 92. Do you think Sterling will be lower owned than Jackson at Sterling 9,500? Jackson, the center forward at 9,200? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Look at, have you seen Sterling's game logs here? Mm-hmm. Not the same as earlier in the season. No. Early in the season, it was 10-point floor. Recently, back to normal, 5.4, sub-5.4. So, Benched last game? Well, he'd been probably just rested. Rested last game. Um, I still think you can go there in tournaments. Mm -hmm. He still has big games in him. I don't know. Like, Who's your favorite player to play from each team? (laughs) Cole. Cole Palmer, uh, do you prefer playing? Would you would you rather play a one off of Solanke or just like Tavernier and maybe Solanke or maybe Tavernier and, and one of the other pieces? Mm. Say the question again. Would I rather one off? What? I I don't like, mind one. I don't mind one offing either of them. Okay. You're fine with the Tavernier one-off? Yeah, definitely. I think he's fine as a one-off. I know, I, like... I, I know you're a big Tavernier family supporter, so... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I haven't been playing his brother that much recently. He's just expensive and doesn't, like, have as high of a floor anymore. But anyways... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with him as a one-off because... Milos, Kirkes, Solanke, and then you fade Tavernier. Yeah, like that. That works better. Like Kirkes works much better paired with Solanke. Same with Solanke and like uh, Cloyvert. I think that's good too. Tav, I think, works well just on his own because like he's got assists that might go to center backs. Of course, he can assist to Solanke, but that's that's expensive. And then Tav could also have a massive floor if they go down or if he ends up scoring 
and then maybe you just want him by himself. I don't know. Are you gonna? How much are you gonna fade uh, Julian Alvarez? I don't know, man. Not much. I don't think. Not much. I don't think. Like, did he not think even he's going to be over fifty percent in the main GPP? Yeah, right. He just he he sticks out so much at forward because there. Yeah, because there's not a Chelsea option at forward, and there's not really a Bournemouth option at forward. Not not expensive, at least. I mean, like people. Not that many people are going to click ninety seven hundred Solanke, um, and d- Alvarez is just so safe in this spot, right? You figure he's almost sure to play. Like he's probably going to play ninety minutes. I mean, unless they're up five nothing, um, he didn't Which play part in the goals. Yeah, he didn't play midweek. I mean, he's going to take like almost all the set pieces. I guess seems like Bernardo maybe been taking one or two recently ahead of. Bowden, but uh yeah i'm gonna have a lot of alvarez what do you are you making an argument to fade i mean you can you look you can fade but you need goals in chelsea bournemouth you know like one of those teams to score four goals uh, it, it's possible yeah, i'm just trying to figure it out here do you so do you like alvarez i think this is more of his natural a little bit at four do you like him in dfs more in this in this role when in Holland is hurt, or do you prefer in terms of DFS him in the, in the, uh, you know, central attacking midfield role? Yeah, that's a good question. His floor might be lower here. Floor might right. be lower here. Um, but he probably has a better chance to score a goal. I don't know though. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I just want, I, I want a reason for me personally to fade what will probably be the, the most popular player on the slate. I mean, yeah, that's a reason. There's an also, yeah, also if Chelsea, Chelsea, or sorry, City can score, you know, go up 2 nothing at halftime and Alvarez not be involved in those goals. And then, yeah, it's pretty easy for him not to be optimal because there's probably, you know, there might be a brace in the Chelsea game. There might be a brace on the Bournemouth side and you just can't afford it all. So like, yeah, if, if three other expensive players score 20 points, then you can for sure fade Alvarez. It's actually, you know, it's a, I, I support it. It, it. I support it just because he's going to be so popular. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking right, at. There's got to be a lot. There's a lot of outcomes where he just finishes with like 14 points, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at just, I mean, okay, this is one sample size. I, I did pull up last season, but a lot of last season's numbers, like he had De Bruyne in there, it's just completely different. Um so, okay, we, he has set pieces. Last week against Luton Town, three shots, and all those are on our target. And then just one cross, uh, even though he took three corners. So I guess they took – so I guess without Holland, are they taking short crosses now as well, or short corners? Is that what's going on? I guess you never know, but possibly – you know, I don't know. I They still have center backs in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a yeah, it's just Rodri. a weird number, like three corners and one cross just seems like a weird number. Mm-hmm. All right. No, you're, yeah, you're, but, I think it's a fair point, though. His his floor has got to be a little lower. In that, no crosses in from open play. That's what we yeah. remove from this. No, so. cr- yeah, and that's big. Yeah, and like, yeah, no shots like assisted things. to Holland or Holland. You know. You got anything else for the slate? Uh, who do you think? Uh, who do you think Jordan's? What do you think Jordan would do in this spot? You think he would? He probably fade city right he'd probably go somewhere else probably fade city right i don't know if he's a chelsea guy or not where do you go nico jackson maybe are you gonna play nico jackson maybe he would mention sterling i kind of want to play nico jackson yeah i mean he's expensive but just seems like he scores a brace in this spot sometimes i think he's a pretty good player i think he's like gonna be a pretty good premier league player he only scores multiple goals when the other team has nine players, but yeah, I, yeah, I've seen. You know, he he's performed pretty poorly relative to XG, right? I remember that earlier in the season, he's missed some big chances. But you know, I just I like to see that he's getting those chances. Like he's a he's a young, talented kid that's gonna get better. Um, mm-hmm. He'll start scoring those. Makes sense. Yeah, I think. Um, Kunku, sorry, Nasi Nkunku. 
is back uh, yes. too, right? Yes, he will be in the squad, and Cuckoo will be in the squad. So, Well, that's annoying because he's for sure coming he, on. Who does he sub off is the question, I guess. Probably Sterling. Which, but maybe Palmer. I mean, is, is Mudrich? Is, is, what's up with him? Is he healthy too? Uh, he is, yeah. He started the last two, I think. So he could even start. Honestly, one. yeah. I mean, yeah it kind of makes me like Nico Jackson a little bit more. He's more like likely. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, Ambrosia too, I guess. But yeah, still, like, um, interesting. Yeah. And Kunku back. Yeah, I mean, that might be more likely for, I don't know, Enzo Fernandez to keep coming off early, even. True, that too. Yep. And then you you figure that uh, Kunku may take the sets when he comes on. So there's there's that too. yeah, it's another piece of the puzzle. Another piece yep. of the Chelsea puzzle. Good point. Roto, yeah, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. It's a 48-hour trial. Get this cheat sheet, all of the cheat sheets. We have, we have, uh, let me see what we got. We got Nottingham Forest home against Tottenham. We got a confirmed lineup. Uh, we have no surprises. We got, uh, looks like Nottingham Forest are pretty much running out the same lineup they just had at Wolverhampton and Tottenham are also pretty much running out the same lineup. So no surprises there for those teams for the showdown of the week. If you have any questions, rotowire.com. Get into our discord. We'll be in there answering any questions for that, but thank you everyone for watching. Make sure to give a thumbs up on this video or podcast or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Ryan, you can find him at Ryan Belongi on Twitter. I am at road as a Drake. Thanks for watching this. We'll be back at some point next week. We have, I think we got a normal Saturday slate. And then, and then that's when it gets a little bit interesting with Boxing Day and the holidays going. But we'll be back next week either way. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Adam. Good luck, everybody.